Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. The number one podcast for learning and talent development professionals. Now here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for my bonus Q&A conversation with Matt Jurdson, who is the founder and chief learning officer of Better Everyday Studios. And if you haven't yet listened to my last conversation with Matt, where we talked about his experience in the Air Force in as a pilot trainer as at SpaceX, and especially working with companies now to create behavior-based training and the importance of that and how you can go about implementing that now. Make sure you go back and listen to that episode. Ton of great value and content in there. Uh, this is our bonus Q&A round. And Matt, I want to start by asking you, you know, you've done a lot of things in your career so far. We talked about you know flying in the Air Force, working at SpaceX, and then going out on your own. What would you say has been your biggest accomplishment or proudest moment in your career so far? This is such a hard question to answer because I think I know like a lot of your guests that I've listened to that have, that have heard, it, it's hard to pick pick one or pick anything. But to me, it really does come back to the core of what we do, which is which is when I've helped real individuals, right? When I've when I've seen that whole thing, and there's a there's a couple there, there's one really that pops to mind in you know when I was at when I was instructor pilot, I was also teaching people how to run their first marathon. I had a whole fitness training program uh, where we were meeting every week, and I was giving them weekly workouts, and we were talking about nutrition and stuff like that. And then just like a year ago, which was 10 years after I did this, somebody who was in that program, somebody that I know, she posted on Facebook that, you know, she was trying to get back into fitness and run a marathon again. She hadn't done it in a long time. And she had gone back and like found those old notes from that session, those sessions that I had run 10 years ago and was using that as her new fitness plan. So this was the first ever development plan that I had ever created myself mm. for people. And just seeing that it was still being used and still impacting this person's life so often, uh, or so many years later, I, <laughs> it made me really excited. Isn't that the best feeling when you know like you, the work you've done has made a positive impact on somebody's career and life? I've had a couple of those this week, a woman reached out to me, booked a call with me and, and said that she had gone through my Own Your Career program and that she had put everything into practice and she uh, she said it changed her life and she went and got a promotion. She's like a VP now in the software company. I was like, wow, I had no idea. Yeah. I was so glad she told me. She wanted me to come speak to her group and everything. But it's it's awesome when we hear those yeah. stories. You realize like, okay, the work I'm doing, it, it really is making an impact, right? Changing behaviors, yeah. making an impact, things we talked about in our last conversation. Matt, flip side of that, what's been one of your biggest failures or mistakes and what did you learn from it? We talked a little about this in our in our previous conversation. When I shifted from the military into, into the corporate world, it took me a really long time to adopt informal leadership as an idea. I was used to formal leadership structures mm. and this idea that, no, it's about relationships. It's, a, it's, it's almost about how much impact can you have with as small a team as possible. You know, in the, in the military, almost by definition, how successful you are is dictated by how many people you have under your command, right? As you get promoted, first you're a flight commander, then you're a squadron commander, then you're a group commander, and you just have bigger and bigger groups of people. And so I, I, I honestly, I took that with me a lot into the corporate world. And I know there's plenty of people in the corporate world who are empire builders. And, and I, and I had that, that kind of, I didn't fra frame it that way, but I think really that's kind of what it was. And it, and it took me a while to really embrace, no, it's, it, it took another leader that I worked for at, at a, at a later company who 
no, it really is like how much you want to have the most impact with the least people, right? And it's all about relationships. It's all about, you know, so like in the talent development space, should it be centralized? Should it be decentralized? And I was very much a proponent of centralization, of bring, bringing it all together. And now I'm much more like, look, it doesn't matter. Like every company is different and the company culture might dictate which is better. But from my perspective, like it's just about building as many relationships as you can and working with different people. And the the size of the power structure doesn't, doesn't matter at all. <laughs> yeah. It's all about influence, right? You can really get a lot yeah. done. In fact, I've, I've seen a lot of organizations lately have been even putting programs together about influencing without power or whatever they call it, right? Where you're like, you don't have the yeah. formal title, but you can still yes. influence a lot of people. It's yes. very different, especially in the United States compared to other cultures as well and corporate world where you don't have to have that title to really influence a lot yes. of things. In fact, a lot of companies tend to be more meritocracies where they don't really even think about the hierarchy as much as military or you would in some other culture. Exactly. Exactly. Matt, what would you say is one of the biggest challenges in talent development right now? I think for me, it's, it's the ever increasing separation between the pace of the world and the pace at which talent development can function. And I don't mean like we don't have the resources or we don't have the skills or whatever. Like talent development is trying to do something that is directly influencing people and people can only change so fast, right? Like in different, you know, we, we can only do so much so fast. And when in a world that is in ever more driven by, you know, technology and, you know, you just change the code, you just upgrade the app, whatever it is, we're used to really, really fast payoff. And changing behavior just doesn't necessarily work like that. Like sometimes it just takes time. And I think that's where a lot of the friction comes in, in our spaces of when we're, is when companies are used, you know, tech companies are used to like iterating their product really, really fast. They're doing a new launch every six months. And they're like, hey, we, we launched this leader development program three months ago. Why aren't all our leaders great now? Like, <laughs> You need like two years. Like I don't, I don't yeah. know what you want, and so I think that separation is is driving a lot of the the friction that that goes on. Yeah, and it's that pace and keeping up and with the business world. What would you say is one of the biggest trends that you're following in talent development today? There is one that I am really, really excited about. So excited about that I'm like kind of thinking about like looking for a technical founder to like start a company with, hmm. and that's the intersection between. AI, generative AI, and yeah. augmented reality. So mm -hmm. Quest 3 is coming out at, at the end of this year, which is going to be much more like the Apple Vision Pro, where it's it's much it, it can do virtual reality, but it's much more augmented reality, where you're seeing the world and you're overlaying things on mm. top of it. And I think if you fast forward 5, 10, 15 years, half of learning and development, almost half of talent development is going to consolidate into one particular product type, which is augmented reality with an AI in your ear, right? Mm. So you step onto the factory floor and there's just this AI in your ear that's talking, you know, what is this? What is this? It's just talking to you. It's just, you know, your normal voice recognition. You're just having conversations. And as you're having those conversations, it's just overlaying, this is this machine, this is how you use it, you know? And so I think you know, we're doing a lot of this, the, the AR piece in particular, things like the HoloLens are doing a lot of this already where they're doing technical training by putting in these overlays, but it's very human intensive. It takes a lot of work to build or you have an actual human instructor that's saying like, oh, you need this document or you need this checklist. And before too long, an AI is going to be able to do all that. And so mm. it's, I think that kind of form factor of 
augmented reality, some kind of headset with AI in your ear and controlling the headset, it's going to be like you can walk around with a coach all the time. Your personal mm. coach is just going to follow you around. And so I think fast forward 10, 15 years, that's going to be the form factor for a huge portion of, of talent development. Wow. Yeah, that is, I can definitely see that being in our future. I don't know how long it'll be, but we see all the technology being created and being used yeah. now. Like it's definitely coming how useful. That's going to be interesting, right? Because you get a chance to be there practicing the thing. And, and still, it comes down to behavior-based training and practice, yep. right? Getting a chance yep. to practice. You just don't have to be at the factory, right? You know, commercial airlines have been using flight simulators to train pilots for many years, right? You don't have to go up in the air for a lot of their training. It can be the same and just keep getting better in that realm. Matt, I know you got a, you got a lot of books behind you. I know you're a reader as well. What, what's a book that you recommend or maybe has been an impact for you? So uh, I know a couple of guests ago, Brandon Clark already mentioned Peak, which probably mm. would have been my recommendation because it is just, it's the center of performance-based learning. I, I highly recommend people go down that into that like expertise space. And so one of the books that I would recommend is The Art of Learning by Josh Waitzkin which is very much in that in that talent development space. And then I want to bring up one more thing that's very off the wall, the Children of Time trilogy by Adrian Tchaikovsky. It's a sci-fi trilogy, but the reason I recommend it and I think it is very relevant to talent development is because it's very centered on the idea of what is intelligence and each book has like the first book kind of imagines a world of intelligent spiders. And then the next book imagines a word, world of intelligent octopuses. And then the final book is intelligent birds. And they all have like a different way of manifesting intelligence and, and, and cognition. And so it was just really, really fun from somebody who's always interacting with people and trying to get in their heads and get them to behave certain ways or change the behavior. It was, it's, it was really fun. What was that book trilogy called again? Children of Time. Children of time. All right. Spiders, yeah. octopuses, and birds. Reminds me of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Where it turns <laughs> yeah. out the dolphins yeah. are yes. the ones. Yes. Oh, spoiler alert for those that there haven't read The Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide, which came out in the 1950s, but you should still go read it. One of the best sci-fi sort of comedic novels of all time. Matt, is there a, uh, a platform or an app or something you use that helps you get your job done better or that you really like using? I'm going to go like really maybe boring and lame and say shared drives in Google Drive. Mm. And I bring that up because lots of people use Google Drive. Nobody uses share drives. And mm. share drives are so important because I think the one challenge with Google and Google Docs is everybody loses them. It's just this like giant string of docs <laughs> right, right. forever. And it's, yeah. and it's why everybody has 5,000 tabs open because they know if they close that tab, they're never going to find that document again. <laughs> they got and three so, open right now. Yeah. And so having share drives where you can control access to the drives, you know where everything, everything on this topic is in this one place. It just, I think it's, it's really helpful. You have opened my mind. I'm so glad I asked that question. I'm going to go check that out, see if I'm using that. If not, I need to start using shared drives with my team. This is awesome. Matt, last question for you. Uh, for those out there in talent development who are looking for ways to achieve more success in their careers, what's one more piece of advice you would give? Three words, lower the bar. Hmm. I think 
that is it's I've said it many times when I eventually write a personal development book, it's going to be called lower the bar because I think that's what gets in our way is we have these giant ambitions and we set these huge goals and we're just like never going to get there. And it, and it scares us like we're never going to go after them. And so instead it's about, and this is the same way going, coming back to performance. You got to lower it down. What's the minimum viable action that you could take to take you towards your, your eventual goal. Um, so lower the bar. I can't wait for that book, Matt. I'm going to be so excited when that comes out. You know I'm going to be pushing you to get that done. We're talking again yeah. on Monday, I think, and we're, we're going to talk about that. Matt, this has been awesome. For anybody listening that wants to get in touch with you, I know you mentioned before LinkedIn is a great place as yep. well as uh, your website, your email. Give us that again. Yeah, so the website is bettervideostudios.com, pretty simple. And then the Making Better podcast is, is our podcast that we have weekly. Making Better Podcast, Intersection of Talent Development and Personal Development. Matt, this has been awesome. Thank you again for coming on and sharing everything that you have. I'm so glad we connected accidentally, that we've become friends and colleagues and working together, that we had you on the show, and I look forward to talking with you more soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andy. All right. Take care. All right. That will do it for our bonus Q&A podcast episode with Matt Jertson. I hope you enjoyed that. I love hearing about you know, the proudest moment being all the, the real individuals he's helped, the failure of not adopting informal leadership fast enough when making the move over to corporate, the challenge he talked about, separation between the pace of the world and the pace at which talent development can function, and the trend really interesting, the intersection between generative AI and augmented reality and where all that could be going. The book recommendations he gave were Peak, Art of Learning, and Children of Time, and he also talked about using Google Share Drive and his advice was lower the bar. Really interesting stuff. Again, hope you got value. I know I did. I always enjoy talking with Matt. You can connect with Matt on LinkedIn. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. Let us know that you enjoyed the show, if you have any questions. And again, Matt's a member of the Talent Development Think Tank community. We've got a lot of really great people in that community who are doing a lot of great work in the world of talent development. And if you're not a member, we'd love for you to come join us. All the information is on our website, tdtt.us, and just click on community. All right. Thank you again for listening. It's always great talking with you. I'm always looking for new ways to help and improve people's games in talent development, which is why I run the community in addition to the podcast. So I hope you'll come join us there. And you can stay tuned and look forward to more great episodes coming up in the future. For now, I hope that you will find some ways to put some of these things into action, that you will find gratitude for the work that you have, and that you will continue to go out there and look for ways to improve as well. Have a great day. <laughs>